Welcome to Hearts and Stripes, your one-stop shop for all things military marriage. I hope our discussions and interviews equip you with the tools to start or grow a beautiful marriage as we address the benefits and challenges of middle marriage. I believe life's most precious moments are worth celebrating, so I'll help you design your marriage blueprint in alignment with your core values. Thank you for joining us and remember to rate, subscribe, and review. Let's do this. everyone we are back for another installation of our married and moving series all about these tips that we are sharing for your PCS so that you can continue to have a strong relationship as you do your military move if you are loving this series I hope that you comment below tell us some of the feedback that you have from these tips and be sure to like and subscribe so that you don't miss another installation of this series. Now, let's jump into it because today is all about money. Money. So the reason why we're talking about money is because for one, money and financial strain is the number one stressor that impacts couples, period, military or not. It is one of the things that we argue most about typically, and I'm sure if you're thinking about your relationship, you probably had an unpleasant conversation or two in regards to money. So one of the things that I wanted to share in this particular episode as we talk about preparing for a PCS is to ensure that you and your spouse are on the same page when it comes to finances. So our story when it comes to how we approach this PCS financially is we actually cash flowed the entire ditty. Now, this may not be something that you are able to do, but if you are in the process of planning for a PCS or you know you have one in the future, definitely lean in on how we were able to accomplish this as it was really helpful to take the stress off of our relationship because we were able to just cash flow a lot of different things, especially because this ditty was not something that we had planned or in the budget per se. So the way that we did this is first, we were debt free. So we were on a mission throughout the time that we were in Minot, North Dakota to pay all of our debt off. So that's consumer debt, credit cards, um, student loan debt. We paid all of that out, off with the exception of our mortgage. We actually still own a home and still have a mortgage that we are paying off. And the way that we did this is by a common um, practice that a lot of you may know about, or I may be introducing you to for the first time, and that is Dave Ramsey's baby step method. Essentially, you snowball your debt and pay things off from smallest to biggest and use the momentum and those small wins to keep you going so that you can pay off all of your debt. That is what we did and we were very intentional about doing that in North Dakota. So because we were debt free, we also hit all three of the uh, baby steps. So baby step one, we saved a thousand dollars. Baby step two, we paid off all of our debt. Baby step three, 
we had an emergency fund with three to six months of savings. So what ends up happening when we find out that we have a full ditty to do? We tapped into our emergency fund a bit so that we could pay and cash flow a lot of the expenses that we were not anticipating having. Of course, you know, when you PCS, you do get reimbursed on the back end. But what people often don't share is that you do have to front load those expenses. Those are things that you have to take on and then you have to track the budget just right based off of your weight and, the, and, the, and those type of elements so that you can ensure that you're staying within budget and you're not overspending. For us, we didn't track that as closely because we knew we had the money in the bank and we could cash flow it. So a lot of the decisions or the numbers and crunching and going back and forth, we were able to cut out a little bit and not stress over because we knew we had the funds there, even if we wouldn't fully be reimbursed for our ditty. And I'll show you those numbers, but we actually did pretty good. So some of the decisions that um, uh, that we were able to make because we had the cash to just take care of the ditty is we actually did um, a UPAC. So we had a UPAC truck that we brought over as opposed to going through the U-Haul and trying to figure out who was going to drive here, there, and everywhere because your girl was not going to drive a truck. As opposed to doing that, we got the UPAC and the UPAC was a great option for us. And we weren't concerned if we filled up the whole truck or if we didn't. We got a quote. We thought we wouldn't fill up the whole truck, but because we are not professional packers, in we are great at Tetris, but we are not professional packers. The truck, we packed more of it than we estimated it would. Did we argue about it? Did we fuss and fight? No, because we had that money set aside to allow us to be able to do what we needed to do. So that was really great and something that kind of saved us from being in arguments and at one another when it came to um, when it came to this this PCS move. Another thing that we had to make a quick decision on was funny thing. My husband has a BMW, it's his college car, he loves it. We're not getting rid of it anytime soon. Well, fun fact, in North Dakota, in the state of North Dakota, there is no one to work on a BMW. So of course, in typical PCS fashion, we were faced with the Beamer having some issues and not being able to get it serviced prior to our PCS. We went back and forth on some different options and finally decided that we would just have the car shipped to our next destination. We would all be in our truck traveling together and then the UPAC would take all of our stuff. That was the best solution that we could come up with. But of course, it came with the price tag of having the car um, shipped from one location to the other. Again, this was a huge opportunity for us because we really saw how being intentional about saving on the front end the front end allowed us the ease and the peace of mind as we had to make these impromptu decisions as we were just days away from when we needed to leave so i say all of that to say that having um, your finances in order and preparing for these rainy days or these emergency situations really can help make your relationship 
a smoother ride when you have to go through a PCS because there's no telling if you're going to P be able to PCS the way you want to or if you're going to have to be forced to PCS in a way that you maybe don't want to. So absolutely encourage you, big tip of the day, have your finances in order, go ahead, look at the Dave Ramsey method. He has a free opportunity for our military members to get that content, to listen to Financial Peace University so that you can get your finances in order. And I highly encourage you to try to get yourself in the position to where you can knock out those first three baby steps that we talked about. One, having a thousand dollars saved. Two, paying off all of your debt with the exception of your mortgage. And three, having three to six months put aside to save um, in case of emergency. So that is my tip for today. I hope that you enjoyed this series as it's marriage and moving. And we're talking all about these PCS tips that most people are not sharing. So until next time, I hope that you join back. And again, remember to like and subscribe so that you can hear the next tip that comes with this PCS journey. See y'all. So the first thing that I did once my husband and I got on the same page, we communicated and talked about what are some options, what are some things that we can do. We actually went to a calculator to find out what does that mean, 100% reimbursement. And what I found through the calculator is it depends on your rank. You have certain max and mins, or maybe not mins, but maximums that you have to reach, um, that you can reach for the amount of goods that you have. Since we recently PCS, we found out that we had about 10,000 pounds of goods, which is great because it's within that range that we are allotted based off of my husband's rank. So the other thing that I wanted to look into just knowing the weight is now that we know the weight, how much does that equate to when it comes to budgeting for this move? This will be the first time that we're ever doing a full ditty. Typically, our movers take care of everything. So I wanted to ensure that we were being conscious of how much we had to spend, especially since it's peak season and everyone may be outsourcing or doing this themselves. I wanted to make sure that we were getting one, a fair rate from outsourcing any type of things and pricing the equipment. And then also so that we didn't end up going in the hole with this move. Typically you'll hear people say that they can make money off of a move. And I just wasn't going to trust that. I wanted to see for myself, no kidding, how much of a budget do we have for this move? So once I calculated that rate, I found that we have about $9,000 that we can potentially work with for this move. Fantastic. I think that's going to be plenty to get us all the things that we need to do and to move and maybe even make some money. We'll see if we're even able to pocket anything in a later video. So I will say there's an exciting first step that I took once I have committed to this move, which is I went to my local U-Haul store and I actually picked up something to kind of get me started in the spirit of moving. So what I did was I went ahead and I got this easy pack box. It's just the starter kit so that you can get um, your things packed up. What I liked about this, it was only like 40 bucks. 
Um, and the other thing that's really nice about it is um, I didn't want to commit to the boxes that I actually really like. After you've moved a couple of times, you know what types of boxes you want, like the garment boxes, and I'll probably share those because we'll probably order those. But um, from places like Uline, for example, they have amazing things, but the shipping on those items was at least $142 for us, based off of our location, to get those packing kits to us the shipping was really high so I definitely wanted to ensure that we had enough budget and we've broken out the other line items before I make bigger purchases of boxes and packing materials and then the other thing that I wanted to make sure before going into such a big investment is that I kind of thought through what exactly are we gonna move that way I had a better idea of how much I needed. So starting with this, this kit here, I'll actually be able to say, based off of the boxes that are in this kit, I may need more larger boxes, or I really like these smaller boxes, and I can kind of be strategic about each room and figure out how I'd like to pack things. For those who may be wondering how much time we have, we have about three weeks, three weeks, to pack all the things in our home and we are currently in a three bedroom, two story house. So this will be very interesting to see how we uh, manage to get through this. Um, three bedrooms, we have a formal office and dining area. And like I said, when we previously moved, we had 10,000 pounds of items. Okay, everyone, I really want you to lean into this portion. I decided to give you some word graphics so that you can really um, see what our financial plan looks like and really think about the numbers that we're talking about here and how it may apply or differentiate for your situation. So let's start by talking about our financial plan. Step one to our financial plan to allow us to cash flow this PCS was to complete Dave Ramsey's first three baby steps. Now, we accomplished this in 2021 prior to us finding out that we would have the PCS. And to break down what those baby steps are, you can head to Ramsey Solutions. But very simply here, I put baby steps one, which is saving $1,000 of a starter emergency fund. So that can be an existing savings account maybe that you have, making sure that you have $1,000 in that. If you already do, congratulations, you can check the box on this first baby step. Baby step two is paying all debt, smallest to largest. And he calls it a snowball method. This was something that we found to be very helpful to really knock out the remainder of our student loans. Now, this step, we're talking about paying off all debt, smallest to largest, with the exception of our mortgage. So we do currently have a mortgage, but let me tell you, it feels great to be debt-free um, with that exception, just the mortgage. It's, it's really fantastic, and that's what actually freed up the cash so that we could utilize it for this PCS. And step three, you increase your savings to cover three to six months of your household expenses. This is what Dave calls an emergency fund. You're beefing that up. So you're taking that thousand and bringing it up to whatever that three month of expenses, up to six months of expenses may look like for your household. One of the things that 
we found to be extremely helpful with this. Again, once you've paid off that debt, a lot of those minimum payments and things that we were putting towards that, we really just threw to the savings account and we were able to hit this goal rather quickly. So don't let it discourage you if it seems like a lot, or maybe if you're not even on step one of the baby steps, I'd encourage you to do it now. Even though we're talking about PCSs, you know, if you are in this military life, you may have a PCS that is coming up and you can start working on these steps right now. So I will actually link in the comments below where you can take advantage of the Financial Peace University, which is offered free for military. It's a special link there. And you may even be able to connect with your chaplains as some chaplains groups do host Financial Peace, the free version for military so that you can take advantage of that as well. So let's go to our second phase or step when it comes to our financial plan. We utilize that emergency fund, or I like to call it an opportunity fund to cash flow our expenses. So what does that mean? Uh, we utilize that three to six months that we had saved up to put towards the expenses that we would have come up during our PCS. And the reason why this is hugely valuable is because, and we'll talk about a little bit later, if you're putting these expenses on a credit card, well, that can accrue interest that you weren't prepared to pay for. And then it also put us in the driver's seat. It gave us the ownership to kind of pay for the things that we wanted, that we needed to, especially like if we have issues with the car and we have to last minute figure out a solution for that, we were able to cash flow it, knowing that we would put that money back whenever we receive our reimbursement. But it didn't limit us because we had the funds there to get the things done in a very quick amount of time. The third step or phase, if you will, in our financial plan was to put back that cash, right? So we had that cash or the reimbursements that come in after UPCS. And for us, I believe that was at least like a month or two. Um, so we want to make sure that we put that back. And then the fourth stage, which we'll talk about in another uh, episode of this series is uh, just utilizing a portion of what you've maybe net on the move to treat yourself. So let's keep going. So here are some of the items that we cash flowed. We got a UPAC, which is basically a service that they drop off a trailer. You pack the trailer, like it sounds, uh, with all of your things, and then they transport that trailer to your next destination. Now, this is the option that we picked because like pods and other type of um, companies were not available in our region. So depending on where you are, you may utilize a UPAC option or you may find something else that's a little cheaper. I know a little later we'll talk about some people like to just rent a U-Haul and do it all yourself. And that's great, but I just, like I mentioned before, I didn't want to drive and my husband didn't want to have to take on that extra stress. So the reason why we're talking about cash flowing is because we're using our cash to kind of eliminate stress. That is the theme. That's when I want to drive home here. So shipping the car, that was about a $2,000 expense. It was an emergency out-of-pocket cost because if you're trying to get a reimbursement for your car to get shipped, the government does not reimburse for that specifically. Now, if you got more money on your reimbursement that you can allocate to put back in your fund for that, then cool. But I just wanted to give the disclaimer, the government does not pay for you to ship your car. 
So moving materials, we were we did it on the cheap side. Honestly, we got those boxes that I showed you before. We utilized um, plastic bags, Ziploc bags. I gave you a link to just different things to uh, keep our costs down for moving materials. And actually great savings that we did was previously I'd invested in bins, so plastic bins. Um, and we utilize that to pack a lot of our things. And of course you use them over and over again. So you can use them the next time for a PCS. And that was a huge way that we saved funds here. For our food and gas, we spent about $540 for this Carol party of five during our PCS. And then we only had to do one night at a hotel, which was $100. Again, leveraging those family and friends that are along the way was a huge help. But this brought our cash flow um, out of pocket costs to $7,890. So yes, all of that and some was in our emergency fund and we were able to pull that out and pay for the things that we needed. So for our financial reimbursement, TMO, full moving coverage, they reimbursed us $6,300. Now this covers uh, per diem for a family of five, mileage, DLA, um, that type of stuff was reimbursed in an additional $6,400. So the total reimbursement, when you put that TMO with those other reimbursement factors was a total of $12,700. Now also another caveat here, we got 100% reimbursement due to the COVID impacts and the lack of movers that we had at the time. But if you just do our reimbursement amount minus our cash flow expenses, we actually have a cash net of $4,810. So win-win for us. And this is why some people say that you can make money on a move. I say that in quotations, if you can't see me make money, because um, we could have potentially made more money if we maybe rented a U-Haul as opposed to going with a UPAC service, or we could have um, maybe not made as much money, you know, if we were a smaller family. So keep in mind that all of this is relative based off of your family size, your mileage, how, the, how much uh, in pounds or weight are you moving, and the other things that are available to you. But again, um, the financial side of this is to leverage your finances or get in a good financial space so that you can cash flow and utilize those finances to take the pressure off of your relationship. So final thoughts here. We, like I said, we could have made more money had we rented a U-Haul. Um, a Diddy um, is not something that I would say you will absolutely make more money on when it comes to a Diddy. Had they moved us the way we typically PCS, um, we still make a good amount of money and it's a lot less stress. So you pay for it um, one way or the other. Is it worth it to you to do a Diddy? I am not going to stand up here and proclaim that a Diddy is the way to go. I will say it created an awesome challenge for my spouse and I to overcome. And I am excited for the experience that we have to share with you guys here. Um, also, I did want to say that we had two months, um, yeah, two months later is when we received that reimbursement. Now, had we put that on a credit card, like I said, that would be an interest of about $1,000, which yikes, um, you may, you know, the, the net would have covered it, but that's way less money that would have been in your savings at the end of the day. 
And then ultimately, uh, I want to break this down here. The goal was to prioritize our marriage relationship and move as hassle-free as possible. Um, that is the goal here. We weren't really trying to make money on this move. So our big tip, my husband and I, we talked through specifically this episode to break this down. And our big tip for everybody is to set up your finances to support you uh, for a ditty to support the lifestyle that you want to have to support the stress levels that maybe you want to have. And a great way to do this is to utilize Dave Ramsey's baby steps one, two, and three, which we saw extremely valuable. I mean, by all means, check out all the financial piece, but this is something that we saw truly improve our marriage and move because we were set up with success, not having debt and having the ability to cash flow all these things and really allowed us to experience a different level of freedom and to enjoy some of these things on the back end, which we will talk about how we celebrated after our PCS in another episode. Thank you for tuning in. Remember to rate, subscribe, and review. This is Hearts and Stripes. We are the few, the proud, that aim high and are forged by love. Always ready, always there. We are Mill Marriage Strong.